Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the NPP, the Noah and Patrick podcast. This is episode number 59. Feels like, you know, just yesterday we had just started, had no idea what we're doing. And now we're on 59 straight weeks and I still don't know what we're doing. So it's a little different. I I feel like it sounds better. Um, We definitely have our more of a routine. I feel like the first couple episodes were kind of just like eh, free willing it, but uh, but yeah, um, I'm in a I'm in a new location. Uh, I have uh, decided to move to South Lake Tahoe, and this is where I'll be doing all of my podcasts. Nice. So uh, yeah, right yeah. next to the lake and the mountains. Nice, yeah. nice little view. Beautiful view. You know, uh, if you couldn't tell, the podcast has been pretty profitable. Patrick has moved to South Lake Tahoe. Yeah. Yes. The 50-50 split has been working out for us, and um, I am able to afford a hotel room. I mean, I, I don't handle the 50-50 split, so I don't know if I'm actually getting 50-50 or not. It seems like Patrick's taking a little more than me. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Maybe. I didn't, I didn't think about that. Maybe I'm getting 80-20, so. Hey, I wouldn't know. So. I mean, you know, it is, yeah. it is what it is. So our first topic here today, uh, interesting stuff here, something that's probably happened, you know, 17 years ago, according to uh, my calculations, if I'm right. Benifer may be getting back. J-Lo and Ben Affleck, their breakup was 17 years ago. As I said, J-Lo and, and him are getting back together. I guess there is no really big confirmation here that they are like together but yeah officially but they've been spending some time together having some fun going out on a little vacation i don't i don't remember where it was they but to montana yeah montana vacationing in montana how fun uh, i guess one of them has a house there and uh you know they're both both open to starting something together again that's what yeah. all the news outlets are saying and uh it just happened a very short time after she broke up with a rod so yeah so news outlets uh you know celebrity news have been going around where uh they're j-lo saying that ben affleck has never crossed paths when j-lo and a-rod were together so this was completely after the split but um i was reading in the tmz article that a source close to j-lo um says that she keeps her exes close and uh, just look at her relationship with Mark Anthony over the years. So, you know, maybe it's not a surprise that she's getting back with Ben Affleck. But it is kind of suspicious how, how quick it is. Um, they were engaged for, what, three years, I think? A couple years? For a while, so, yeah. Um, we'll see what happens. But it's kind of weird that they went to Montana. Um, I guess you're, you know, kind of private could do your own thing but i feel like paparazzi try to try to go out there yeah montana seems like a pretty quiet place to be i don't know I, that wouldn't be my choice of vacation but also you know why, why there's like they have so much money they can go anywhere and they chose montana 
<laughs> well, Kanye has a Wyoming, so that's true. That's true. It must just be <laughs> nice it, to get away from everything. Because I mean, yeah. we don't we don't really live in the city like they do. They live in the big cities. Yeah. So it, it's probably a lot different. But yeah, I guess it's like us living. I feel like we're kind of in the countryside where we live. I know, like where I'm at is bigger than where you're at, but still, it's, yeah, it's, it's like 15 to 20 like minutes a, away. <laughs> yeah, it's not like a city. Like LA is a city, city, you know. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't think I would li- move to Montana or Wyoming. I would choose like another state that would be like uh, I don't know, it's like Colorado. Yeah, I could see like a Colorado, um, like a Portland, Oregon type. Like it's a, you'd it's, love Oregon. It's a city, but it's not like crazy. Maybe like a uh, Seattle. Yeah, but I was thinking like not a city as well. Oh, but not just a city. Like, yeah, yeah, but like yeah. just somewhere like, in Colorado. Yeah, like like I don't know, not even Denver. I don't know. I mean, even like somewhere in Nevada, you know, There's a lot of open space there. But it gets kind of hot over there. Yeah. Arizona. Yeah, maybe. South Dakota. Why not? Te- Texas. <laughs> Te- Texas. I mean, they, they don't have that, uh, the tax, you know, so the property tax, I think. Yeah, but it's it Texas, is. you know. Nah, it's cheap there. <laughs> it is really cheap. <laughs> so, like, hey. a, a, a price of a house where we're at, like, 100K at in Texas, it's probably, like, 195 more yeah. bedrooms, more baths. Oh yeah, crazy. Yeah, you get like three times. Everything's bigger in Texas, as they say. Yeah, I don't know. This uh, this wasn't in our notes, but did you see uh, there's a gas shortage? Yeah, uh, gas shortage out there. Then I guess it's on the East Coast mostly. But uh, have you seen people? They're filling up bags, like plastic bags of gas. Yeah. Like, really? What? What? How? How does that work? I don't know. Who <laughs> How are you had, gonna get the gas? Who had the <laughs> bright idea to take a plastic bag and fill it? Plastic bags flammable, um, gas flammable. So, uh, it's a very genius idea to combine the two um, against something that can explode at a gas station and a car. There was another video that I saw. Some guy was putting gas into Tupperware. <laughs> you had maybe 20, 20 uh containers near the thing and he was I guess just going it, one by one to each of them i mean that's what um like gas canisters are made out of right just plastic so i guess that's yeah. probably that's safer than uh, the bag because at least the bag is like, gonna rip <laughs> one uh, little speed bump or one little rock it's gonna in the, fall right the out yeah I, I, you can't like close it i don't know but yeah, uh, like some hackers hacked the main pipeline, the p- the place that runs the main pipeline. I think it was in, it's in Texas, and it like distributes to the East Coast out there. And they actually got paid today five million dollars. And I mean, it makes sense. I think that they would pay them because it probably costs a lot less to pay them to like stop than to keep it going to try to stop them they're probably everybody already probably lost way more than 500 million dollars just in the past like few days of yeah them being hacked so that's kind of crazy i hacking, just be a hacker bro like, I, don't hacking, know. <laughs> I feel like that's 
I don't think I've heard of a situation where someone is hacking gas, right? Have you? No, I mean, not like that I gas, know of. I, I wonder how that works too. When you hack a gas line, do you do, do you just not distribute? Like yeah, it so doesn't. They probably just hack the distributor so they can't like uh, process like where it goes and stuff like that and payments and all that stuff so they like can't send it if they're not getting paid you know i don't know yeah. i don't know exactly but it's probably something around that area hmm. i'm like it's really really interesting yeah i just heard that there was a gas shortage i didn't know someone hacked yes you know, someone gas. hacked the, the pipeline <laughs> yeah the company i guess so i, I that was easy five million for them if it's just one yeah. person they got a nice little five mil probably in bitcoin sent to them can't trace it yeah super crazy yeah i'm i'm i should do it i don't know and and there's hackers out there you know that that like they'll do something crazy like break into the fbi something and the fbi will hire them to stop other people from doing it like they don't even get in trouble yeah i mean if they could do it (laughs) someone else could do it exactly like like, how did you do this show us how you did it and stop people from doing it exactly it's it's a smart idea, but of course, like, it's kind of weird that the FBI is like hiring people, criminals. That, yeah, <laughs> yeah, hiring criminals. It's like a. It reminds me of like the blacklist. It reminds me of that show. Oh, yeah, I've never seen that, but yeah. All right. Well, that was a nice little tangent thing. Yeah. So Patrick's turn to do a segment today. I have no idea what he's gonna do. I believe my my segment from last week is gonna be hard to beat. So. Yeah, your your segment from last week is definitely a hit. Uh, a lot of people that I've talked to say that they really enjoyed it, and maybe we should do more of it. But okay, this week I saw this on TikTok. Of course, you know that's where, mm-hmm. that's where it is. Yeah. Natural, yeah, you know, doing some research. Of course. So uh, the TikTok was, you can only get front row seats to one of these games. Okay. okay. All right. And I'm gonna list out the. There's like five. I there's two situations that I saw, but then I made three more just on my own. Okay. The first set of games is Wilt Chamberlain's hundred point game. Okay. Kobe Bryant's last game. Okay. Or Michael Jordan winning championship number six game. Okay. Which one out of those three would you want front row seats to see? I think you have to go with Wilt's game because there's no video. Yeah, that's what and, I was thinking as well. And then I, I would love to see like the, the competition, like how he got it, who he was playing against, yeah. like just like how much better he was or how awful they were at that time or something. Like yeah. That. But just the and energy. Like, Wilt, Wilt was like what, 7-2 maybe? Yeah, he was like 7-2. He was seven, like the two. first big man in the league. So he, he had to be facing like six-footers maybe, 6-3. Yeah. I think that one would be the coolest one to say you went to, but the one like for the energy would definitely the other two, probably Kobe's just the, the energy of it being his yeah. last game, knowing it's going to be Do you remember those game. ticket prices? Those ticket yeah, prices crazy. were... Yeah. Energy wise, oh man, <laughs> I couldn't even imagine being there. And you're, you're front row. Front you're like, row. You're with the you celebrities. You can see Kobe. You're sitting yeah. next to Shaq, you know? Yeah. And... You just know it's like just one of the greatest things you'll ever see. Yeah, like the amount of celebrities that were like, at Kobe's last game. Like, <laughs> can you imagine? Like, 
it, the magnitude it, of it. It was so big that everyone was watching that game, and at the same time, the Warriors were beating the seventy-two and ten record that the Bulls had that have been for like twenty years, and nobody was even talking about that game. And they had just beat beat uh, the best record ever in the NBA. Nobody talked about yeah. that game. It was all only about Kobe's last game, and they weren't even making the playoffs. <laughs> so <laughs> true yeah that's how big it was i think there was so much hype around kobe's last game that i think yeah i think you have a good point like it's chamberlain's 100 point game i don't think there will ever be another 100 point game in nba i know there's you know people in college that i think some kid had 136 yeah which like is crazy. something yeah. crazy but in the NBA, I don't think someone would do get a hundred. Um, but Co- I mean, I still, but MJ winning is number yeah, six. Yeah, that's like, another thing. It's another crazy thing. Back in the day, like the like first the, person, the, like you know, he's the best player of all time. You you know you know yeah. you're watching the best player of all time at least like it's, as of then. And plus, it's one of his last seasons as a as a bull too. Yeah. So. I don't know. That one's kind of crazy. I think there's there's a lot of things uh, you can like. There's reasons for each one you would want to watch. Yeah. Um, I think the hundred points like, definitely because, like, there's no video of it. Like, you're never gonna see it ever. Yeah. Anywhere else. Uh, MJ's is because he's the best player ever to play NBA. So you, you'd want to watch the best player ever make a game winning shot. You know. And then Kobe. Yeah. Uh, you just the energy is ridiculous in that place. It's like one of the most historic nights ever in the NBA, probably. Um, so which one would you go for? Like, I, I think I'd still have your to final go, choice. I think I'd still have to go Wilt, just because you can never replay that. You can never see it. Yeah. Um. You but like you'll know it, it, you have it like in your head, like a mental image. Yeah. Yeah. But the thing is also is like there's always a chance somebody else can beat that record. Like, like there's always a chance because it's it's records yeah. are are made to be broken, you know. But there will never be a Kobe, another Kobe Bryant, you know. There's gonna be all these oh, other, right? other all these other <laughs> game winning shots. Like MJ made game winning shots. There can always be a better player than MJ, but there'll never be another Kobe Bryant, you know. Yeah. Like it, like just to think, know that you watched his last basketball game is crazy. Yeah, I think. I think I would go with Kobe's last Kobe. game just because it was a lot of hype around it. And, yeah. you know, for him to do the mic drop at the end, like, yeah, I don't know. I still People go Wilt. Shouting. Yeah, I'd still go Wilt. But, yeah, Kobe would definitely be second. And then didn't think... – how many points did Kobe score that last game too? Didn't he 60. score like 60? Yeah. yeah. Man. <laughs> 60 on 60 shots or something. Yeah. Um, okay, so the next one, you know, started off with a banger. The second one is Michael Jordan's flu game, Malice at the Palace, or LeBron and Bronny if they play together, like their first game together. Hmm. I got to go Malice at the Palace. I feel like that would be such a chaotic scene of just the players running into the stands and stuff. Yeah, I think that would be crazy. I think I'd go... I think I go MJ's flu game, just because it was just a historic game, also. And to, yeah, that's and, probably one of his most iconic games. Yeah, as well. and, and I think out of those three, I would just rather see MJ. I would just rather see MJ play, like just watch him play to a crazy ability, even though he's like not even a hundred percent, like he's like fifty percent, and he's still out there destroying people. Like that's just crazy. 
But Malice at the Palace would be really cool to see also. I think for the performance, MJ. But I don't know, LeBron and Bronny, they they may team up together, but if they do, I feel like those tickets are going to be super crazy as well. That'll be crazy. Like, Bronny's first assist is an alley-oop to LeBron, his dad. That would be crazy. That would be so cool. I think LeBron's contract's set up, so if you really want to, you can go to whatever team gets Bronny. Like, he's a free agent when Bronny comes into the league. Yeah. Okay, so for the experience, the uh, Malice at the Palace, and then... I'm going MJ. actual game, MJ, flu game, yeah. Yeah, I choose MJ. Yeah, I would do Yeah. Okay, so and then now we're into the ones that I thought maybe could be good, so we'll see. Okay, uh, these are. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I got uh, the 1988 NBA dunk contest where MJ dunked it from the free throw line. Okay, first iconic dunk. Jackie Robinson, seeing him play his best game. I don't know what his best game was, but just to see him or his first game. Still home plate. Uh, yeah. Very cool. Uh, okay. And then the last one is the band is on the field game, <laughs> which would be kind of funny to see to watch. Okay. Um, these are kind of all over the place as well. So. Yeah. I think the band on the field game. I just think. It's kind of, it was kind of chaotic, so no, like even fans probably didn't know what was actually happening. So like I wouldn't even understand what was happening at that time, unless yeah. I was unless I was like going back, like I'm from the future and I'm going back and I know or whatever, you know. Yeah. Um, but if I'm just there in the moment, I probably wouldn't understand what's going on. Uh, <laughs> like how did someone just lose the game? Like, yeah. Like, but it'd be cool, like in the future, to be like I was at that game. <laughs> yeah. Um, the dunk, cool for its time with MJ. But you know, over time, I feel like it's, it's it's like a historic dunk, obviously. But over time, there's better dunks. So, um, what was the middle one again? Uh, Jackie Robinson. Jackie, I think I, I, like how do you not see Jackie? I feel like it's just such a historic thing to watch Jackie Robinson. Like, yeah, I think I think I have to go Jackie Robinson on this one just because like he's the first person to do it. He broke the barrier, so I think. Just seeing him play would probably be super cool to watch. Yeah, I'm, uh, and I'm also probably a like, lot of hype too. Yeah, and I also think like, what would be the coolest story to tell my kids? You know, and I just feel like yeah. Jackie. They're saying like I was there when Jackie Robinson played his first game or whatever. Um, yeah, whatever it it would be, and it would just be like such a cool thing to tell. But I, I think like. Also, like the Michael Jordan dunk of how like, like that's a it's it's a like you know Zach Levine did that four times during when he did it, but like exactly. he was the first person to do it. Yeah. And if you like, if we went back and we never seen like dunks before, and MJ did that, I feel like that would probably be oh super yeah iconic. We would and, like, probably be all hype about it. Also. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I agree. I'm just yeah. Yeah. I'm just thinking like at that time it was ridiculous and crazy and cool. Uh, I think it's just yeah. have to go Jackie Robinson, just knowing he's the first one, uh, first black African African American person to play. Yeah, definitely. Okay, next one I got. So I I I looked Babe Ruth. I guess he uh, they were down or the, the game was tied up, and he pointed at the stands. Mm-hmm. 
and he uh, hit a home run. Famous point. Call the game. Hit, hit yeah. it where he said. Famous point. Yep. Yeah. Seeing that. Okay. Auburn versus Alabama. Alabama field goal return. Okay. 104 yard return. That's good. That one. would be a. I don't know. That would be super crazy. Or seeing Michael Phelps eight gold medals. Hmm. Dark horse, Michael Phelps, huh? Yeah. Huh. Another record that one. no one has beaten yet. That's true. Michael Phelps eight gold medals. That's another thing. I think yeah. the closest was Ledecky. I think the last time. I think she got like seven. I think. But uh, yeah. So this one. <laughs> Honestly, the Auburn Alabama one, like you know how crazy it was at Auburn as well. So I think like just being in the stands, like I don't think anyone knew what was going to happen. They yeah. I'm pretty sure Auburn thought they lost. So I feel like everyone was like super bummed and then Yeah. This is another one where it's like the hype versus the history. Like <laughs> if if I was there at the Auburn versus uh, Alabama game. It would it's, the atmosphere was probably crazy. It was ridiculous. Everyone was screaming. It was sold around. out. Like, you know. Yeah, yeah. it's a ridiculous game, and it ended like that. Everyone thought it was over already. You know. Yeah. That that energy would be insane. I feel like the Babe and Ruth... they rushed the field too. <laughs> yeah, I feel like the Babe Ruth thing. I, I I feel like that's better as just like a like just like a not like a myth, but like a like a historical thing you hear just because like. Like I don't like know the experience of it. Yeah, like, I don't know if like experiencing it would be as crazy as just like hearing it like 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 a story, you know, like like someone comes up and was like, "Yeah, I was there sitting in the stands." Babe Ruth pointed right at me, and he just launched <laughs> one right to my section. But like, yeah. I don't know if being there would be that cool, you know? Yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> I think that's another one of like like the band on the field like you don't yeah. really know what's going on it's like some you know babe ruth is yeah. like pointing to the stands like it's like it's cool he pointed and he won the game but like it's not like the most historic thing ever you know i don't have to see that yeah michael phelps thing's a good one i never really thought about that but that'd be a really cool thing to see also like because like he didn't just win eight gold medals. he like dominated it like yeah he dominated he dominated the individual races and then of course he still had to win it with the team the yeah. relay race so i don't know yeah like i've never watched a swimming as well and plus it was the olympics so yeah well i, I mean like for the yeah. olympics i've seen like a swimming it's, it actually gets kind of high up when you're watching it you're like oh he's right like right behind him oh he's gonna catch up like, yeah. oh. i think i go with michael phelps I think that'd be yeah. really cool. I, yeah, I've the never really course. thought about it. Yeah, because like for that, it's just like, it's like not just one thing, you know, like Auburn and Alabama, the one thing that made it great was that return. But, yeah, what, like but, 20 seconds or something? Yeah, the last, not even like the last 10 seconds of the game, because it took him like, what, eight seconds to run down 100 yards or something? Yeah, it was like, like what, four seconds, seconds left in the game, and then yeah. he ran it back. Like, like obviously, it was like, it was like a great game overall, but. Uh, the yeah. ending is what made it like the historic game that it is, because um, I, I believe we probably wouldn't even be talking about it if he didn't bring it back. That that game, yeah, exactly. If if but, Alabama made that field goal, like, yeah. it was over. So, but to win something and to win it eight times, come on, <laughs> that's crazy. To hear the to hear the national anthem eight times. <laughs> 
<laughs> eight gold like that. I'll go Michael Phelps. Dominating too. Yeah. I Michael Phelps is a good one, but I think I still would have to go to Auburn, Alabama. Cause that that play is still being shown like till this day, like over and over during college football times, even when Auburn and Alabama play. So I think I, I gotta go. Sorry, Babe Ruth, but I think I gotta go Auburn, Alabama. Oh yeah, I think that that is obviously one of the top five college football moments that ever happened. Yeah. So that'd be like amazing to see also. So, I was uh, gonna put the the Vince Young Texas versus USC run in the that would Rose be Bowl. Too. Yeah. Like that'd there's be- so there's so many great moments to choose from, and I I try to try to make it. I could do this again as well because there's like thousands. A lot, of yeah. Great sports. So moments. many moments, yeah. Yeah. So. For the last one that I have, this one's uh, not sports related. So I'm trying to think of like either being there or being in the like the time era of it. Okay. So that's what you got to think of. Just to experience so, it. Yeah. So like you don't you like don't know that it was going to happen. You know okay. what I'm saying? Yeah. I got like, it. Of course, now we know what happens. But yeah, yeah, yeah. like you didn't know. Spoiler. Uh, so first man on the moon watching it. Okay. First man on the moon. Fake. Uh, <laughs> we did talk about that. Huh? <laughs> Just kidding. Not fake. Okay, go ahead. I saw someone. I saw someone like, how did the camera get set up already? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> someone. <laughs> um, first time um, switching from black and white television to color television. Okay. That's a crazy one. Okay. That's. Yeah. Interesting. Um, the Boston Tea Party. Okay. Just seeing uh, I I think they did it at night, but yeah, I don't know. Just seeing you know, tea just in the harbor the next day or something. I, I'm just there dumping um, it. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, you're on the boat. Yeah, I'm tossing all the tea over. over. Yeah, that'd be kind of sick. <laughs> I'd feel pretty cool. Yeah. Um, the end of World War Two being in times square with that famous oh, okay oh, okay yeah all right just being being there at that, that moment. moment yeah yeah the mlk dream speech okay seeing that mm-hmm. and the opening of disneyland for very first day okay i know there's a lot mm-hmm. of them so but i think right okay. away i'm gonna get the disneyland thing out uh, I think it's like uh, that'd be really cool to experience, but I, for personally, I don't feel like I'd have to be there first day. Like I, I don't have to see that. It's gonna be there tomorrow. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, could, I could have gone the second day. You know, yeah, yeah. The day I, next week. I don't know. It's still there. Same thing. You know, <laughs> same stuff's there. Uh, MLK speech. Uh, end of World War Two. Boston Tea Party. Boston. Tea. I'm gonna cut, I'm, I'm cutting Boston Tea Party. I just feel like <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it's, it's like something you learn about in the history books, but like, what did it really do? You know, <laughs> that was the first straw. They're, they're, that was, they're just that was like, come on, it's, it's, it's being petty at this point. You know, just dumping tea in the water. <laughs> um. So I'm, I'm getting out tea and, and Disney. Uh, World yeah. War Two, MLK what was the other one. Uh, World War Two, color television. 
Color television. There's one more, right? And first man on the moon. First man on the moon. Okay. So you have first man on the moon, colored television, end of World War II, and MLK. Is that the ones? Yeah. Okay. I, I feel like I'll, I'll get out colored television also because I feel like it was probably like this crazy thing like, oh, it's black and white, and then it's finally color, right? But I, then, but I then think it's like, for, for, I think like for us, we can't really imagine it, you know? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Because we, you know, we're color right now like yeah yeah but like like you know like you didn't see in black and white until the tv changed you know you always saw in color so i don't think it was as much as a shock as like you know like it's like oh now it just looks like it does when it's outside like i don't don't think it was as crazy as like i don't know as we might think it was you know black and white to color (laughs) like it's still pretty it's like really cool like when it when it happened i bet it was like pretty iconic I i bet it was awesome but like I, I actually saw in color, that? you know, like I was like, it's just like it's as if I was just walking around World War Two in Times Square. I bet that felt amazing. If I was there, I would probably have been sent to war. So, yeah, finding out that it was over would probably be amazing. That would be like one of the best days of my life. Most likely, unless I loved it, unless I loved the war. I don't know. Who knows? Never been there. <laughs> Probably um, never gonna be there. <laughs> never gonna be there because <laughs> <laughs> no, that that ain't me. But MLK would be historic thing to see also. Yeah. Um, this one's a hard one. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I cut out three of them out of the five. What was the first one again? Man on the moon. Man on the moon. It. Another one. Man on the moon's crazy. Like, <laughs> I, I'm going man on the moon. I feel like someone left Earth. <laughs> and went somewhere else you know <laughs> like even now that's crazy that people do it yeah it's like, definitely that, easier now because they have the technology but this is yeah. the first time like they've done numerous you know test runs as well yeah like yeah and then like nothing against everything else they're all historic you know obviously mlk probably one of the greatest speeches ever that would be amazing yeah. if i was there also but like watching a man land on the moon like out of this world literally like that's crazy just knowing yeah. that if it's real I, yeah <laughs> <laughs> come on now <laughs> um i think i gotta go end of world war ii i think just being in Times square i think the atmosphere just like oh yeah everyone's just celebrating you know the drinking whatever like that would be crazy like like imagine there's a war now you know like like we were involved in something and it ended yeah. like how crazy would that be and then i was like i don't think it would be too crazy now i think people would just be like okay Maybe you'd be right, but 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 what if we had to get drafted like back then? Oh yeah, like so you know, I think that that would have a bigger impact. Like because right now people volunteer to go, um, but like if they got to the point where they had to start drafting people, I think it would it would also reach the point where you know families and stuff would uh it would, it would be a crazy celebration because people would be coming back that didn't want to go. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So yeah, I would pick World War Two. You're going with Man on the Moon, and um, that's all I have for you on these on the segment. Yeah, that was hope fun. You, hope you like that one. It's kind of different. That was good. You know, I, I tried to get invested as much as I could. It was. I feel like I, uh, I, I gave a lot there. 
know? Yeah, you know, you, you're throwing tea over at the Boston <laughs> Tea Party. <laughs> that would just be funny. You know? I'd just be like, man, this tea's heavy. What? Help. Hey, hey come help. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, yo, I think they see me. Help me throw this over real quick. Let's go. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. Oh, well. Yeah. Well, uh, if you want to hear more of those, I feel like that would be another fun thing to do. One of those. That, that was a really good segment there, Patrick. If you want to hear more of those, uh, let us know on our Instagram or Twitter at the MPP Live. If you have any more you want us to debate, uh, send it to us, and we'll be happy to do it. And uh, well, we got we got something else here. Moving on to some sports. Uh, you know, we talked about them a little bit in the uh, entertainment topics. A Rod found himself a new partner. You know, just like J Lo and uh, Ben. He's over here with his guy Mark Lore. And he agreed to purchase the Minnesota Timberwolves, which uh, happened to just get thrown in there, uh, the Minnesota Lynx, the WNBA team also. And he got them for about uh, $1.5 billion. It hasn't been official yet, the price, but it's just what the media is saying. It's it's probably around $1.5 billion, so in that little range there. And uh, he he got two for the price of one there, two teams. For 1.5 bill, that's a good deal. Because if you look at any other of the NBA teams out there, you know, ranging between two to four billion dollars just for the NBA team. So, yeah. so hey, J Lo picked up Ben, A Rod picked up the Timberwolves. So I, I think A Rod doing doing okay after the breakup. He's fine. Yeah, I think he's a okay after that. Um, uh, a Rod tried to buy the Mets. He wasn't successful. I don't. I, honestly, I think. The Timberwolves is a better move for him, honestly. Uh, I think New York, it would have hit too close to home, him being a Yankees guy. I don't think he would have had the same success. But with the Timberwolves, he's kind of – he's not starting from scratch, but they're definitely looking to make some improvements. Um, they're keeping the team in Minnesota. They're not looking to move anywhere else. Uh, the team has a lease on the Target Center through 2035. But they could buy out the target naming rights for fifty million dollars. So I wonder what else they could name it. I don't know what major company is in Minnesota as well. But. I don't know unless they want to. Oh wait, but uh, isn't Mark Lore like who is he? Is he like the owner of Walmart or something? He's uh, Walmart's e-commerce chief in 2016, and when the retail giant bought his Jet.com startup. Maybe he'll do something with that, like put his startup on the yeah, Jetcom Arena. <laughs> um, he's a uh, consulting role as a strategic advisor for Walmart. Okay. I feel like maybe he'll just partner with Walmart if he's so like close with them. Um, but I guess it's set through September, so his contract may be done. Right before yeah. the new NBA season. True. I guess we'll just have to wait and see on that one. Yeah. But... Um, our next NBA topic was kind of going off of what Patrick was talking about earlier also for his segment. More records. Uh, Russell Westbrook just passed Oscar Robertson for the most triple doubles in NBA history. He now has 182 for his career. Uh, Oscar Robertson had held the record since 1962. So he didn't have 181 at 19, 1962, but that's when he became the leader for uh, most triple doubles. Yeah. And um you know, he held that for 59 years. No one ever thought it was going to be broken. But like I said, you know, records are meant to be broken. And, 
Yeah, that's pretty crazy. Now Westbrook holds the most triple doubles ever in the NBA. Congratulations yeah. to him. And like Russell Westbrook, it's not like Draymond who's just getting like ten points, ten rebounds, ten assists. Like yeah. the the game that he beat the record on, he had twenty eight points, thirteen rebounds, and twenty one assists. Like, crazy. dang, that's. Like, I'm pretty sure Oscar Robinson. Those are kind of his numbers as well. I don't think he was like he was a I think a assist guy scorer. So I, I'm pretty sure his triple doubles are like the same magnitude as Westbrook's but yeah they, they weren't any cheap triple doubles no, no they, like, they were big time <laughs> triple yeah doubles. He, he definitely had some some big games um so pretty crazy pretty crazy stuff yeah and then when Patrick mentioned we should talk about this I was like you know what what other records are close to being broken in the NBA so I have a couple here uh Steph Curry he's about 153s behind Ray Allen for the most in NBA history. I think it's or 151 to beat it, 150 to tie, something like that. But I believe we might see this record get beat a few more times over the, the upcoming years once Steph retires. You know, I'm sure there's going to be another shooter who just comes in and uh, is taking 23s a game, you know. So just the way the game is, I feel like that record can be broken multiple times. Yeah, and Steph is doing it. What was the number on it? I think like like 200 less games than Ray Allen or something. Or yeah, was it I, more than that? I think right like now, 600. I can't remember how many how many games he's behind, but I think he's like 500 behind, maybe 500 games behind Ray Allen. Uh, and then I think James Harden has, or I think it might be attempts, attempts behind Ray Allen because I think James Harden's second in the most threes attempted. <laughs> Uh, in the NBA history, <laughs> so I don't know how many uh, how many games it is. Yeah, I don't. I know it's a lot, like like ridiculous amount. Like it's not like ten games he did it less. It's like yeah, like over five hundred. Yeah, I just think it's crazy because like Ray Allen played a really long time. I think he played like almost twenty years. But he like every game he maybe he would shoot like five five threes a game, but he would consistently be hitting like two out of the five, and that's how he did it which I think is pretty crazy uh, over his 18 years. Uh, the next record close to being broken, the uh, NBA points record. LeBron James is only 3,000 points behind Kareem Abdul-Jabbar for the most points in NBA history. So we'll most likely see that like within the next two years. As long as he stays healthy, hopefully he does. And he's doing it also like I think he's shot 300 or 3,000 less field goals while doing it than Kareem has. So... It's gonna be interesting. Yeah, I mean, LeBron this year he's had a had injuries, but you know it's games that he's not playing, saving his energy. Uh, of course, he goes all out in the playoffs, but I think you know he's he's a type of guy that never ages. I'm pretty sure he'll play into his 40s. So yeah, um, I'm I'm pretty sure he'll he'll break it. Uh, probably in like two years, three years. What's the average? Like, how many points do you have? I think it's like about fifteen hundred points a year. Is it fifty? Yeah, that's. What so it's saying. around there. Yeah, depending on. I'm, th- on I'm the thinking year. like three seasons. I don't think he's gonna play every game here on out. So, probably three seasons he'll break it. Yeah. So if he averages twenty five points a game next season, he'll get 
2,000 points. So if he averages 20, you know, it's like uh, 1,800 about around there, something like that. So, and then one little extra one I threw in here, the 30 assists in a game. That's a, a game record. Uh, I feel like that's going to get broken. There have been multiple guys this year who have hit like 20 to 25 assists. Uh, Doncic, Draymond, uh, I believe Trey Young has hit it. You just said Westbrook had 21. I think at one point he had 23 in another game. Chris Paul, I think. Chris Paul had a 20. I just think so many. there's so many shooters now, uh, so many players that you can just score easily, uh, that assists are just going to skyrocket. So I think we'll be able to see one of those in the next couple of years. Someone drops a 31 assist game. Yeah, 30, 30 assists I think is doable. Yeah, like you said, many shooters on the team. So next, we got we're gonna we're gonna predict our team, our NFL team's uh, record next year. So both the Bears and the 49ers had pretty big picks in the draft first round. For me, the Bears. It all depends if they play Dalton or Fields. So if it's Dalton, I think the, you know they can get a good uh, five and twelve record. Shoot for a. Uh, a higher pick. I don't know. If, I don't think they have their first round pick next year. Uh, I don't remember if they traded it or not. Yeah. Uh, and then you know, either, either go with like a lineman or a wide receiver to help out Fields, either in the first or second round. But uh, if Fields is the starter, I think just off talent alone could take them to about you know an eight or nine season, like an eight and nine season, or even a ten and seven, depending on how good he turns out to be. It, it just all depends, you know if they play Andy Dalton or not. So hopefully they don't. Well, I don't think Trey Lance is starting this season. So, you know, good old Jimmy G's going back out there, you know, letting the run game carry him. I've I've seen that the 49ers have a very favorable schedule. Um, the only people that I'm looking at is maybe uh, Packers, the home opener, of course, all division games, Seahawks, Cardinals, Rams, you know, again, it's going to be a tough division and we got to see each team twice. So uh, I think they sneak into the wild card at 11 and six. I think they're making the playoffs, huh? Yep. Wild card though. With Jimmy G. Yep. Dude, Jimmy G. I think that he's going to play half the season, throw uh, 15 interceptions and 10 touchdowns and they're going to bench him. Trey areas coming in. Yep. Nice. Well, I believe in Jimmy G. Oh, someone has to. Because <laughs> he definitely doesn't believe in himself at times, I believe. Or maybe he believes too so, too yeah. much and he closes his eyes and you know throws exactly. one up there. Thinks he's that good. Thinks yeah. <laughs> and then another thing Patrick brought up here. I've never really thought about this before. Could oh, you get could you get one yard in an NFL game? Okay. Well, you said well when I thought when I read this, I thought of like one yard for for a score. You know. Um, yeah. How many carries we, we get? Do- then? I I didn't even think. How many? Just one carry. One carry, one yard. Not even like on the end zone. Just like we can we can discuss end zone if you want. But okay, if you're just you know, first and ten, go to run it. Can you get one yard? If you just like right now, just you right know, now, not working out, not in my current shape. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I like to think, you know, I'm a little bit like, I'm not going to say like really strong, but you know, I have some natural strength to me. You know, I, I can lift a little bit when I do work out. 
Um, I believe I can get it. You know, with the with the right line, <laughs> I could push it up the middle, or I can do a little bounce to the outside. Honestly, uh, I could just dive up and get the yard. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I would have the capability to just put my head down <laughs> and just run. Okay, Badger. Like, yeah. As fast as I can, just straight up the middle. I'm pretty sure I can get it. But another question, Noah. I'm sure. I'm, I'm guessing we can we can do one yard. Okay. okay. What would your be your longest carry? <laughs> right, right <laughs> now. If, right now. Talking about right. Okay. My longest career has, carry okay, okay. ever. I'm just, I'm just saying. Forty yards. You say. I'm just before you say your, you know, your only one highlight <laughs> in high school football against Seaside. Yeah. Um. You heard that Seaside shots. <laughs> this guy on TikTok thinks he can run 17 yards. Okay. Are you over over or under? Oh, I'm, I'm way under 17. There's no way I'm running a 17. I don't even think I can run 17 right now <laughs> without getting tired. Um, so I, I my longest yard. We going against Jaguars here? <laughs> um, yeah, I know. Like <laughs> just 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 in a game. I feel like yeah. it's the longest yard, not total yards, right? Yeah. Longest yard. Longest I, I think I can bust off a three yarder. Three yarder. A three yarder. I, I feel like up the middle, I got a nice little block. I can put my shoulder down to one, or if they give me a little little outside handoff, I'm running over that corner. I don't even like. Come on, you're 180. Easy. <laughs> I'm running over. These that are guy. pro athletes, Noah. They they do this for a living. <laughs> yeah. So what? I got a pro spin move. I got a pro pro Juke. pro truck, you know. Juke, okay. Juke's not my strong suit, and a stiff arm's not my strong suit. I don't really have that long of arms, you know. I can't can't extend it out that far. <laughs> but I feel like I got some power in me. So you know, if if I if I hit him right, I fall forward. I can get three. Yeah. But like the yeah. only only reason I don't like I might not get it is I don't have that footballer mentality. I'm not a football player. <laughs> like I don't I, think. I don't know. I don't think I have the mental capacity. If there's a hole to the outside, I don't think I could see that. You know, I'm just thinking about getting yards. And if there's an opportunity to go to the outside, I don't think I'm taking it. I think mm-hmm. I'm just going straight. See, if it's well, a if it's a if it's a handoff to the to the uh, a rush to the outside, I don't think I'm. I think I'm losing yards. <laughs> I'm, I'm not. I'm not fast. <laughs> well, okay, Patrick's got those lineman lineman uh, speed out there. You know. Uh, I have some experience at running back. I was a third string running back freshman year, <laughs> and I busted out a forty yarder. All right, three out of three. <laughs> no, no, there was more. And let me tell you, my first year playing football, and hey, I, I worked my way up. You know, I started from the from the bottom. I started to last. You know, but yeah. but you know. And then, like on the goal line, I don't think I can do it. I just, I, I don't know if I can force my myself in. You know, like, like, like I can take a hit. And, you know, I can, I can dish one out a little bit, but I don't know if I can get over that goal line. You know, I can't jump over the line. I yeah, I can't jump. <laughs> I don't think I, I would just. I, would... I think my career would probably end if I tried to jump <laughs> over it. Like a linebacker would just hit me in the head and concussed and out. I would need a really good line. Like, just in general, I feel like I can do it if I had a really good line. If my line was bad, really bad line, I, I'm not averaging a yard. That's for sure. 
But I think I can get one yard in the game. I think out of 10 tries, I, I could probably do it. Yeah, I had 10 tries. Do you think you could? <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm on my first try, I'm busting out a three. <laughs> and then I'm done. I on the goal line? Oh, I'm no, saying no. on the goal oh, line. Oh, on the goal line I, out of 10? Yeah. I would probably get one. I think I can get two, on, two. out of 10. I think I can. Like, it just takes the right push. Just one right side, you know? Like, I can just roll in there. <laughs> just roll in there. <laughs> if it's I, a pitfall, I will, like, I will not, dive at the lineman's feet to get in. <laughs> I will say this. I'm not outrunning any of those guys. So, I can't go to the outside. I have to just use pure <laughs> power up the middle. Whatever power I have, I'm using it. I ha- I mean, that's all I can do. I don't have anything else going my way. I can't juke them. I have a little natural spin move, but that's it, you know? Nice. Just instinct, instinctively doing the spin. Again, if anyone is out there listening to this and you have, like, a team, let us try. <laughs> no. <please> I w- <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> no. I mean, I, don't, I just don't want to embarrass them, you know? They're professional <laughs> players. I don't. I don't. I, I don't even know what to say. I haven't even tried running a football since gonna... freshman year of high school, so it'd be kind of embarrassing if I go out there and. I haven't even tried running in since high school. <laughs> yeah, I got bad knees, and I don't even know if I can even go out there and do it. Got... <laughs> yeah, you do got bad knees. I have bad knees. We played basketball that one time. And I was like, "Oh, you want to do my... You're like, oh, my knee hurts. Oh, my knee. <laughs> ACL. Dude, I hurt my knee when we were playing back. I remember that. that. That thing hurt. But I was also working out at the same time. So, you know, I had like, I was doing two different things working out in the morning, playing basketball with you in the afternoon, kind of just wears on me. So, yeah. <laughs> but, you know. Uh, so, on our last little, little topic here, ending on some baseball potential relocation here, we have the Oakland A's getting talked about moving out of Oakland, just like, you know, the Raiders, but personally, I don't think the A should relocate. But they really do need a new stadium, <laughs> and they've needed one for like the past five to eight years. Like I don't, I don't know how long it's been, but they've needed one for a while here. Um, I really hope they don't move out of Oakland. I, it would just be weird not having like the Oakland A's, or like like the Raiders are gone. So like, there's not going to be anyone really, you know? Yeah, there's going to be no cross the bay rivalry. Yeah, and I think, I think it was weird when the Raiders left. I think there was always there's always a rivalry between the Niners and the Raiders, and then the Giants and the A's. Like they built a trophy out of the Bay Bridge, just for the Bay Bridge series. So uh, I don't know to lose that that'd be kind of heartbreaking. Um, but I think they have proposals like the new stadium that they have is I think it's going to cost a billion dollars, which is kind of crazy, and then like. They, they want to plan, like, how the Chase Center is. They want to do shops, like a big community, restaurants and stuff. And I think everything together would be around $10 billion. So They don't have to go like, that crazy, you know? <laughs> come, come on now. Just get a new stadium out there. Focus on yeah. that first. Well, of course, yeah. Just, yeah, privately funding. Like, $1 billion stadium. Honestly, like, last year would have been the perfect time to do it. They didn't have any fans. Don't have to worry about any of the – of the uh markets or anything yet you know any of the stores they could have focused on just getting the stadium out there and then focusing on okay how much more do we want to add before we have fans 
you know it yeah. just it would have been a perfect time actually but yeah i think it's also crazy as well that chase center literally just got finished as well like a couple of years ago but that was like two billion dollars privately funded so i know they're in different cities they're across the bay so it's different between them two but still it's a lot of money going around yeah so there, there's some places here people are thinking a's might go to if they do uh get relocated of course the top one right now is las vegas <laughs> to join the raiders yeah. a lot of people are looking at that for a place um i saw some san jose i think that'd be pretty cool because it'd still be kind of close to oakland um still in the area so i don't think fans would be that angry but still like not in oakland and yeah. would you would you call it the oakland a still what do you no, think? No, you call San it San Jose? Jose? Yeah, but the Golden State Warriors, why aren't they called San Francisco? Yeah. San Francisco Santa 49ers. Santa Clara Niners. Yeah. yeah. I think, I don't know. That's really tough. Because <laughs> it's like I their think, brand, you know, Oakland yeah. A's. They're if not that far from Oakland. Yeah, I guess. I, I guess, yeah, I guess they would just still be Oakland. Because the Warriors did the same thing. 49ers did the same thing. Yeah, but the Warriors, you know, Golden State, you know. I think it would. I would still. I would make a more of a case for the 49ers. The 49ers, but you know, let them do them. Um, couple cities that I see: Noah, Portland, Oregon. That would be an interesting one. See, I, I like Portland, but I think think of them more as like a expansion. Okay. Like, like they need their own team. They don't need a team move there. They need to just build their own team there. I feel like that'd be a good a good place to have an expansion team. I think they were just saying Portland just because Seattle Mariners, they travel over 5,000 miles each season. So to have yeah. maybe at least one team, um, how far is Seattle to Portland? Like four hours? Not that far, yeah. Three hours. So, you know, won't be too bad. Out. Yeah. Uh, another place I was seeing, Charlotte, North Carolina. Uh, they have their AAA team there. Beautiful. I really want to go to this uh, minor league AAA stadium. It's with the skyline in the background. Pretty cool. We got we got to hit that up when we do our baseball stadiums. Yeah, and it looks like we might be able to do it soon. So we'll see. Yeah. Um, and then finally, uh, there's a vote on Twitter. Someone they said Nashville, Tennessee, which would be kind of interesting. Yeah. Um. Tennessee doesn't really have anyone, huh? Except for the Titans. Yeah, I think our old Memphis, Tennessee, the Grizzlies. But yeah, I guess I I just don't know like the support system out there in Tennessee. Like, what would it be like? I, I don't really know. The Grizzlies aren't really crazy. Uh, they're <laughs> they're they're a small market. I just feel like if you're gonna move the A somewhere, it can't be to a small market. Yeah, I and think... it would be a small market out there in Tennessee. I think that's what they were already saying about Oakland as well. It's not really, I guess it's not really a big market anymore. They, uh, MLB is looking for bigger markets as well. And I think yeah. right now, at least Las Vegas is probably like the biggest market. Yeah. And like so. the same thing with Portland. Portland. Portland's not huge, but they have like a growing basketball team there, which would probably help. I um, guess um, Portland is just building a new baseball field as well. Okay. Uh, Portland Diamond Project. So yeah, and then Portland has minor league teams there also. Yeah. Oregon, Oregon has a bunch of 
minor league teams over there. Yeah, I don't know. I I would just rather them just build a new stadium. Uh, I wonder how much more it costs to move a team than build a stadium. Yeah, exactly. Because then you're probably going to have to sell a team if the owners don't want to move them or yeah. build the stadium. So I don't know. It's I don't even know how much they're worth right now. Probably like two bill. Probably, yeah. But then with the new stadium, probably three, four. And the renderings of the new stadium, they're trying to build it on the water as well, which I, I think I, I'm all for it. Just have it look, not look like Oracle Park, but have like their own twist and be next to the bay. I think it would be pretty cool. I think if there's any sport where you build the stadium on the water, it's baseball. Because <laughs> that's like you can just look out and you can see it. Like It's just like the yeah. perfect – because it's open – uh, yeah. like football's open, but the stadiums are way bigger, so yeah. it's kind of harder. And they're like they're a different, like they're kind of covered. You know, they cover the the outside. You can't really see them that well. Um, I think baseball stadiums. I think the the nice ones are, you know, of course Oracle Park here next to the ocean, but like with the skyline in the back, I think that's probably like the best view. Yeah, and then, and then baseball parks are kind of known for their beauty. Yeah. Like other places you don't, or other sports, you don't, they don't talk about them. Like, yeah, like we, no one's talking about the Coliseum. Yeah. Okay. Like as being a nice state. I yeah. think the Coliseum's the ugliest uh, next to the Miami. Well, Miami's gotten better, but still that, that, that stadium costs too much for it to be that ugly. <laughs> yeah. And then Tampa, the Rays is awful. Yeah. They need a new stadium. Talk about a new stadium, huh? <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Still playing in the dome, <laughs> dude. Pop ups are hitting the catwalks in the in on the roof. Come on, get out of that place. What is this? Crazy. Pittsburgh, I heard, has one of the best stadiums. Also, they're right on the water too. Yeah, that one I want to go to. Pittsburgh, that'd be sick. I'm excited. I'm ready. ready I've been I've been to Washington. The Nationals. It's 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 a really nice park. It's just not around anything really cool, but like the park itself is really nice inside. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's been uh, another episode of the MPP, the No Unpatched Podcast. Hopefully soon we'll be able to go out and see some stadiums. We'll have more content to talk about about baseball. That'd be fun. Talk about our experiences out there, different places. Yeah. And uh, we'll see you guys next week. See ya.